You could. Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. We are talking all things football. We might get a little bit of rugby in there. Champions League football. Danny's first game at Arsenal. Second, but first in about four years. And his report on that game. And anything else we can get up to. Let's go. England have made it to the finals. And I've made it into my first intro. Hey! <laughs> You've made it into a few of them. Have I? No. Before the music? No, I'm just this checking if gonna, you listen to this it. This is going to be my first before the music. I yeah. Think. Do you remember our music? Dun, 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 <laughs> Jesus <like> Christ. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, what are you watching, Mark? Uh, Man United highlights. Okay. Nice, nice. He's just doing a bit of last <laughs> bit of homework before we get to the pod. Thank I'm you. I'm going to form all my opinions based on these. Yeah, this game is. Tim Krull is one of the best goalkeepers I've ever seen based on that save. Yeah. Um, no. <clears throat> right. Tottenham be looking at him in January. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gazaniga got mad in the match, didn't he? Against Liverpool. Anyway, go on. Yeah, there you go. So we've had some interesting fixtures this week. Correct. Correct. No, I have no idea. I'm just looking at my phone now because I need, so we had a need to remind myself. This week. We've had a few records this week. What's the few? I only knew the one. Well, we've had the obvious one, which is Leicester. 9-0. Nine 9-0. Nil. Nine nil. Do you know who the other 9-0 team was? Yes. Do you, Chris? Sure. Please remind me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was in Europe, wasn't it? No. no. It's the Premier it. League. Man United beat Ipswich 9-0. Do you know what the oh, I Leicester thought you meant... have in common? Both had Schmeichel in goal. Why are you talking about Man United in Ipswich? That was years ago. I thought you were talking about a record now. Yeah, it was the Premier League. It was 1996. Away win. Away win. It's the biggest away win ever. But the biggest win is 9-0. Yeah, so it's the joint biggest win ever. Because next next was eight. There's some eight nils. There's some eight ones. There you go. Do you know there's, about, a, there's a nine one. <clears throat> Spurs beat Wigan nine one. About that game actually. Like I know if you're going to get nine goals in a game, I think there's going to be some lucky rolls to you. You know what I mean? Um, I felt that I felt really bad for Southampton because I think with their first five goals, three of them came off of um, Southampton sort of uh, touches and miss hits, and the first two definitely weren't. I thought oh, that's a bit of a shame. Felt really unlucky for them. They were really bad, though, weren't they? They weren't the best, no. <laughs> you can see nine goals. You're not. You know. They were a bit unlucky with Bertrand. I'm not sure if that was a straight red or not, but I can I see think, why I was given. But I think most of us with Vardy in our team were cheering on because <laughs> he, he only sort of got in in the goals towards the end. So well, did saying. you hear what he said um, in his post match interview? Because they said to him, "Did you know you were going like nine nil was the record?" He went, "Oh yeah, well, we got six nil." Johnny Evans got us all together and said. Nine nils, the the record we've got to beat. I was like, oh, fair enough. Well, I think it was more because he had two, and it was eight nil, and he was on a hat well, trick. So yeah. it was a. Who Vardy or uh, yeah, yeah. Evans? Um, Do you think Vardy? He seems to have aggro with every away stadium he goes to because every time he scores, there's always a strong chance group. he played for him at some point. <laughs> there's, a, there's always a group. So he scored, and just before going to the Leicester fans, pointed over to some yeah. Southampton fans, shouted at them, like. Told him, told him to shush and went off, and you're like, does he just get into? Maybe, but probably that season where they won the league, he probably destroyed all those teams, so they still hate him. Maybe. He just loves it. He's a good striker. 
Yeah. And Ayozi, Perez is coming good, finally. I, finally. I knew that was a good sign. He got his for... first, second and third goals in yeah. the Premier League for Leicester. Good for him. Could have so had four fights. So who keeps the match ball? They both, they both they got, one they both got one each. Did you not see that afterwards? Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. I thought it would have been funny to like, make him fight over it or drop ball. I think Vardy <laughs> will win that one. Yeah, I think so. Chat uh, shit. Yeah, so the other, the other record, it was the first thing that's ever happened in history in the Premier League, was VAR no racism. gave a penalty off its own back. back. It oh, really? made a decision, it reversed the decision of a referee for the first time ever and gave to give a penalty. I heard... Um, what game was that in? The Brighton game. And now today. I know we oh. well, said it about three times, but the but Brighton I, game. But I, all I saw was Gary Lineker tweeting saying... Fuck off Biz Morgan. But yeah, that. And then the second tweet below it was... Uh, he was like, well, VAR's set the bar, bar so high... How have they given this one as a penalty? Yeah, Maybe they're changing it because the referees have been talking about how there is a really they've they've openly come out saying the bar is incredibly hard to change something. So well, clearly they have because yesterday and today, so the Zaha one today and the uh, Morpé one from yesterday, mm. which was really harsh. To be fair, um, he the guy came down. He was not even look, he's looking at the ball, but he plants his foot and he happens to just step on the foot of the other player. Yeah. Obviously, falls over and rolls around. He's not looking at him. Ball comes down and he gives the VAR gave the uh, the penalty. I think in football, stepping on someone's foot, like especially on the top of it, shouldn't be a foul. Well, especially when you're not even looking. But then the, the the flip side of that is it's clumsy, and if if he hadn't done that and the guy controlled it, he threw on goal. So it depends which way you look at it. Yeah, I, yeah, it has to be circumstantial because if you're running through on goal and someone accidentally steps on your foot, that's different, and, tri- yeah. and that that causes you to stop. That is a foul. So it- Ben Chilwell, England's left back for the future. Yeah, England's left back now. I think <laughs> I don't think it's even a future. He played in the last two games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is uh, yeah? Has it been Chilwell in the last two? Games? Yeah, I think so. Because Shaw's been out injured, and uh, Danny Rose. I- I think he might have got Danny a game, Rose. Well, he's, uh, all, he's past it. No, he's Danny past. Rose must have played in the Bulgarian one. I swear. Mate, uh, no, it's Tyrone Mings that was a left back. Getting the, no, that was getting all the abuse. Uh, no, not the abuse. I just remember. I feel like it was. I feel like Danny Rose. I can't remember. Maybe. Have a look at that, man. Um, we'll have research. Look at that. Um, Brighton have got Trossard back, so I'm now a Brighton fan again. Just double checking we- where Brendan Williams is from. Yeah, he's English. Yes, <laughs> there's, there's England's next left back. There you go. After. I don't know Reese James for Chelsea. Well, you know, like la- last year, last year you was questioning why Brendan Rodgers went to Leicester City. Do you remember? No, no, no. Do you remember when you were questioning no, why Brendan when Rodgers you... was going to Leicester City? I, and I, I said the time I thought it was a great, uh, it was a great decision. Dan, look, look, I have a great memory. All right, I remember <laughs> that you were questioning <laughs> Brendan Rodgers, and this is why. Why? Because he has the opportunity to do something really good with the Leicester side, especially a, lo- a young one. At the moment, they probably are the third best team in the league, aren't they? Oh, it's, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. without doubt. Having watched Arsenal today, I can safely say. All right, hold off a bit, then, because I do, <laughs> I do want, a, I do want a full match report from you for your Arsenal Fine. game, right? Okay. So hold off on that a little bit, but we will talk about Leicester City and how good they are. Southampton. Uh, I don't know why I have in my mind. Maybe it's from Southampton a few seasons ago, and I probably said this before, but it's like. Are they really like a team that should be getting spanked 9-0? Now I mean, they are, they're, yeah. just, they're just they're just not very team. good. Well, no team should ever get spanked 9-0. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a reason it's it only ever been done once. But, I, yeah, I, I don't get what it is with Southampton. Like, 
because we said before they sell their best players, but they seem to survive that. But that, that's exactly what they're doing. But I guess, what the, I guess what the difference is... But last season they didn't sell their best players, I they? guess because it's now showing they haven't got any they players got people any. want. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the big difference. So, funny enough, I just, by chance, earlier, I was looking at the um, all the latest, uh, all the games that had the highest scores, because I couldn't remember. I remember by there was chance, a 9 chance, it was one. on the TV. No, no, I, I remember there was a 9-1. We had a was, game on it not, not too long ago. Yeah, so I was looking, and uh, I've, Southampton are in the list. They won 8-0. A few years ago. Do you remember when Tadic got six assists ah, in the yes. goal? Yeah. Uh, they actually won eight. And I was looking at that team. Mane scored. Tadic scored. Uh, Lalana scored. So looking at that team, like, wow, that was a, that was a really Who good team. Who was that against? Wigan? No. Uh, might be, was it Wigan? I can't remember. Who no, Wigan was on the list twice. Yeah. That's the losing team, though. <laughs> uh, Sunderland. It was Sunderland. Sunderland. 8-0. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shame for them. Yeah, as I said, uh, Brighton are back. I'm backing Brighton all the way now. They've got their main man back. Well, they've gone back. They've gone up, up against a fucking shitty Everton side. Hashtag silver out, like I've been calling. I mean, they were up. Was it two 0 or two one up? They were up well, at least. So Everton went one 0 down. Yeah. And the craziest stat I've ever, I couldn't believe when I heard it yesterday is that Everton haven't won a single game under Silver where they've gone behind. So yeah, <laughs> that's the craziest stat I've ever heard. How bad is that? That is banana. So then yesterday, what? So, so they, they only win like, games that they go behind in. No, they go ahead in. So if they go behind in the oh, game, they, go one, they, they automatically lose Oh, it's game not that crazy then. I got that wrong. But, still pretty bad though. But, so yesterday against Brighton, they finally got it back. they never won a game that they took the lead in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they never won a game. <laughs> yeah. They, they only went when they got that, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, underdog mentality. They're down. <laughs> we need to get together, guys. Well, yeah. well they, they actually managed to yesterday for the first time this season. They managed to get it back to 2-1, yeah. cruising with 10 minutes to go. To be fair, VAR was pretty helpful. As I said, it gave its first penalty that wasn't a penalty. Um, and then Trossard did his thing and Dinia scored a horrible 94th minute uh, own goal, which yeah. was just bad. Um, but yeah, they lost again, even though they, they're up. So, I don't know. The question is who's going to go first, Hassan Hootel or Silva? Well, what about uh, Watford? Still haven't won a game yet. Oh, man. But they also haven't lost under him. Well, but them. they they are they're dead last. <laughs> yeah, but right? they've drawn all the games under him. That's better than getting hammered, which was what happening before. No, they're li- Danny. Statistically, they're literally doing the worst in the league. Like, yeah, well, how are you? Tra- yeah, they they they've not won, but they've not lost. Like, right, what, but huh? look at their last three results: nil nil against Bournemouth, one one against Spurs, and nil nil against Sheffield United. Then three games before that were losing yeah, two nil to Wolves, eight nil to Man City, and. Uh, are you sure they? he wasn't in charge the first game they lost? No, yeah. and then, oh, and one one with Newcastle. But still, I'm pretty sure he was in charge the first game they he lost. Well, they the had... manager, the one they got back. What's his Did name? they lose against Wolves? He came back last season. No, no he literally <laughs> came back about three weeks ago. He got sacked last season. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that it? I'm getting confused yeah. now. <laughs> he got sacked last year and brought back this or the year before, whenever. Kike Sancho Flores. Flores. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got brought back literally a few weeks ago. I'm sure he lost his first game. He might have done. The Wolves game, yeah. maybe. Either way, the last three games, they've got three points. That's a better record than some of the But the problem is, is it's like, as you, you said the last three games, Sheffield United and Bournemouth at home. So you have to be getting more points at those if yeah. you're going to stay yeah. up. Bournemouth are But they were unlucky not to beat Spurs. It was only VAR that meant they didn't beat Spurs. They should have. Yeah. Right, VAR is getting in the way. It really is. Mark, you just said Leicester City are easily the third best team in the league. Is Chelsea easily the fourth best team? Especially if Arsenal's fifth. Yeah, Chelsea have turned turned 
a corner a bit the last couple of weeks, haven't they? Do you think they even? I don't know if they turned the corner. They gradually just got better. Like once yeah. they started playing some of the younger players. When uh, uh, Tammy Abraham's is it, uh, probably in line with that, but um, well, this week they started doing a little bit better. Well, the American another hat trick. The first, the second American to get a hat trick after Clint Dempsey. Correct. Um, it was interesting. Do you know? I really was. do like. Then he scored a hat trick against. Yeah, no, yeah. against who? Did he score a hat trick against Juventus? What for Fulham? Yeah, in the Europa League semi final. No, I did. Europa League semi final. Do you remember? Who the, knew? The, oh, it was one of the greatest games where Dempsey chipped Buffon in like the eighty something minute. No, I can't no, I remember. No. There you go. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was Newcastle that he scored his uh, hat trick. Well, and Frank Lampard as well was really. It's, he's he's quite a good interview because they were saying you know why. Why haven't you not really played Pulisic that much and, and what kind of forced you to bring him in after the game? And he's like, Well look, I don't want I'm not I'm not trying to take any credit out of this stuff because Pulisic went out and there did the pitch but did uh, played that game. But he's had one week off this season through doing, you know, USA men's national team and whatever else. He had one week's holiday and he wanted to come back straight away. The reason he's not been playing is because he's not been you know, he's not had much of a break. He and he's just gonna be tired. And this is like he's had his arrest, he's come in and he's got a hat trick. So the perfect hat trick, the best hat trick of the weekend. Left foot, right foot header. There you go. Was and it, it the best though? Well, it's the perfect hat trick. Was they, it the best hat trick? What they in inverted commas because no one else scored left foot, right foot header. Although, have you seen his header yet? No. Have you seen it? Uh, I did. I did. See Do you remember um, when Hernandez scored that backwards? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of did like a yeah, exactly back that. Flick. It was basically yeah. a backwards flick header thing. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I, I miss. I didn't see. To be honest, I didn't see much football. This but weekend. two of his goals, two of his goals, kind of went under the defender's yeah, legs as well, which, they were is, lucky. which is a bit rough. Yeah, they were lucky. I mean, one of, his first goal went went through two people's legs and in between two other defenders. So yeah, I was pretty lucky to go in, but there were decent finishes. But that header was great. But you know, I seen that. But the best, but, but the best goal of the game had to be Rodriguez's. Oh yeah, screamer. Oh, screamer. Yeah, great. great goal. It's a shame uh, he's terrible and so their team. It was interesting, Sean Dyche after the game. Like it was, I saw on match of the day. And this is actually something I wanted to talk about as a point of um, praise, at least for the referees. Because there seems to be a bit of an epidemic when it comes to young players in particular. Well, I guess all players dive. But there's a lot of young players. And Callum, what's it, Callum Hudson-Odoi. And Sean Dyke said, you know, it's just disgraceful that these kids are throwing themselves about. But to be fair to the referees, there's a lot of instances where they're getting called for their dives and they're getting yellow cards. Which probably, if it's your own team... You know, you're you're like, well, there's contact, blah blah blah. But for the yeah. most part, it's it looks like it's trying to curb that kind of, uh, you know, the play acting and diving and all that sort of stuff. It's definitely getting better, but it is worrying when 18 year olds are winning penalties for diving. And you but think, they're, they're you, but they're all doing it. Have, they're all have, doing it. This I, season, I've seen uh, Bakio <laughs> get yellow card. I've seen Dan James get yellow Zaha carded today. Uh, well, <laughs> as an Arsenal fan, you must be. The top, because Arsenal have had the most yellow cards this season for diving. Really? They've had seven this year. Unsurprising. Well, I mean, so, well you're also playing the youngest squad, so well, that's why it tells you everything you need yeah. to know about these they youngsters coming learned, through. They haven't learned to dive properly. That's why it's bittersweet. And that's why I said when, if it's your own team, you're probably going to be a little bit like, you try and argue the point that it is a penalty, but... I know I hate sort of diving. We had that one right next to us when Ben Teke came in and yeah. fucking... I do love a good dive sometimes, though. No, when, man. They just <laughs> fucking wiggle their body like a fish well, in Zaha the is the champion. What Zaha I, today. Do you know what, actually what I don't like is that feigning, like faking the injury after yeah. and being down for like 10 minutes, bringing on a physio and then yeah. 
Yeah. You're absolutely fine. Like, I, I don't... Occasionally, I do love to see a good dive. Like, if someone gets shot by a sniper, goes down. But then I just, like, sort of get up, hobble away and go get on with it. But some of them, like, they don't even get touched and they stay down and get the game stopped. Well, did you see Kurt Zuma who kind of went into the... Um, went into the advertising boards a little bit? Right. And, like, look, I, it wasn't... I just don't understand why you have to roll on the floor and pretend you're dead. He bet he did go into it, but it wasn't that hard. He didn't clatter into it and smash into it. But it's like they just think, oh, I have to pretend I'm I'm injured yeah. and have to get the physio. He's off the pitch. They can carry on playing without him. But it's like they just do it. They probably just probably rolled rolled on onto the pitch. To... I have yeah. to say though, uh, after when you after you've watched a game of rugby and then you shift to go and watch a game of football and you watch them roll around after being like touched on the back or like brushed on the arm and you see him rolling around crying. It's just so infuriating. It's Excluding so infuriating. Owen Farrell. I was, I was yeah. literally going to say Owen Farrell. But he is the kicker of the team. So yeah. He's, he's, he's close, the closest mag- aligned to football, yeah. isn't he? But you know what I mean? Like gen- to, Generally, you academy. see these rugby players get absolutely battered and bruised, elbowed in the face, anything, and they, it's all about carrying on. And and these guys get brushed and they're rolling around and it's just so infuriating. Yeah, that's I what I mean. I, like, they're, they're going down and winning free kicks. Unfortunately, the way they've decided to ref football these days means you Caters have to. to yeah like but the injury part just bugs is when you're just rolling around and you're like yeah. oh, just, just putting a bit of cold water on your leg and it's healed it that, that's what annoys me is there a better player than Sterling in the league I was thinking about this yesterday De Bruyne is better Aguero's better Aguero's better than Sterling at the moment Aubameyang's better um, oh, see I don't think that's the case I, I think there's a case to be made for Sterling to say he's Salah's better Mane's oh, better. No, you just, no, you just. Virgil rolled. Van Dijk's better. Trent Alexander <laughs> Arnold's better. <laughs> uh, Sterling. Well, Need I go on? Yes, please do. I don't believe any of that. I, I do. Th- I, I think Sterling's performing. Yeah, I, I, it's tough. I think Salah's up there. I think Mane's up there. Van Dijk's up there. Yeah, like but you if, don't believe defenders can be good players. But no, Van Dijk isn't up there. As a, as a comparative as a comparative player, admittedly, De Bruyne is probably the best midfielder in the world at the moment. I give him that. But, no, but, but the difference still. is, has he done it when City need him to do it? Exactly. And that's I don't Who, think the, out, the yeah. output Sterling is giving to Man City is unbelievable, and it's consistently now for yeah. about two and a half seasons. It's the, the thing, the thing that the thing that probably is the most complex thing when it comes to Sterling, how good he is. He is not a bad player, so I'm not going to say that, right? He's no, okay. No, look, he's he's a very good player, but under Pep's system, playing for Man City, it is catered for him to succeed uh, as best as possible. I don't think he's... I mean, for England, he's still good, but he's not the same Sterling uh, he is for he Man has, City. He the is. The last few games, he, he is by miles our best player. Yeah. By miles. Mate, but the, Which well, is why the I mean, yeah, but that, you, yeah. No, fair enough, but all right, you, who are you comparing that to when it comes to England? I mean, England... You're not going to say England Kane. have the best players. Rashford, Kane, Sancho. Don't you say Kane. You hate Kane. Sancho. I mean, Sancho. there's play, Callum Hudson-Odoi. There's plenty of players coming through who are supposedly good in Yeah, but position. they're not Man City good. But, but to your point, the reason Pep is building Man City around Sterling, the reason Sterling is the absolute starter of every game even when you've got you got Mares changing with Bernardo Silva changing you've got all those players is because he knows Sterling is the best player he's basically got for mm. output in terms of creating goals oh, yeah. scoring goals in terms of his all round game I don't I don't see anyone any player giving that much to their team that's, well, he's, that's he's, the, he's the point of the arrow but there's a lot behind that that adds to why he's so successful he's not doing it by himself and the thing is because he's just the, he's on the end of moves 
And I don't want to downplay his what he's he doing. He creates moves as well. Uh, maybe. I mean, yeah, he's good, you know. But I don't know. <laughs> he's good, yeah. you know. He's alright, you know. <laughs> no, I. I I do think the Premier League need, when it comes to shortlisting for the Ballon d'Or, the Premier League shortlist for the Ballon d'Or is like 110 players. But I mean, when they start going down to five, six players, the Premier League seems to be sold short. I'm sorry, when Marcelo is still making the team of the year, and and so is Dani Alves on the bench of the team of the year, you know something's up. Yeah, because like you're guaranteed now, like. Like I, I do love Ronaldo, but you can't say since he's gone to Juventus, he's been playing a level at which Salah, Mane, Sterling have been messy. Like yeah. he, he's playing well for Juventus, but he's not playing Ballon d'Or. Ronaldo, yeah. well, so this season alone, including um, international games, Sterling has scored twenty-five goals in twenty-seven appearances and got three assists. For who? For England? Just England, like club and country. Yeah. He's got 25 goals and 27 appearances. That's incredible. He's not even a, he's not even a striker. That's incredible. Well, uh, yeah, do you know what? I don't buy into when people say they're not strikers. Yeah, anymore. they're not a number nine. Like, no, yeah, you know. Because the systems are the same. Like, they're, like they're, the systems are... Uh, sorry, he's a goal scorer. So he's a goal scorer. Yeah. That's what his yeah. job is. He doesn't have to be a number nine for that. The whole point yeah. is he's coming from the wing and he's coming from out to in. I, th- I think, yes, in the last 10 years, we've shifted now where goals come as much from the wing as the striker. I mean, the modern number nine, you say, is Firmino, the person who's going to kind of link stuff up together. So they're not going to be getting 20, 30 goals a season. Links the fucks together. Links links stuff together. Oh, obviously, they link the fucks together. <laughs> link, yeah, links them fucks. And fucks out on the wings and lazy fucks. Great. Now, we've just gone explicit. We always right. swear. So, Danny, what did you mean? All right, Dan. What's your match report? Tell us about your experience the moment you met me uh, and go from there. Did you see Arsenal Fan TV? Yeah. No. But do you know what? We made a comment about Arsenal Fan TV while we were watching it. And it, it, did, bring, it did make me realise why Arsenal Fan TV is what it is. I, I have to say, before I start, the Crystal Palace fans, apart from letting off a flare, which I've never seen in a I Premier thought they League were game, Eastern European fans. They were brilliant. They were oh. tops off. Scars around their heads. They were proper like European football night All the way fans. Yeah, but there were thousands of them. There were yeah. thousands of them, they, and they were so loud. They were excellent. And um, so I just have to think credit credit to Crystal Palace. All away fans. How are the seats? The seats are really good. We were what, 16, 17 rows back from the center, right near the center of the pitch. That was really good. Um, I guess my observation of Arsenal, outside of there was two pretty poor teams playing today. Was just I said it after thirty seconds. We so we were on the the Arsenal playing right to left at the start. Um, so we were on the side where Tierney was at left back, and straight away they kicked off. And I turned to Chris and went, "What formation are they playing?" And he was like, "Oh, uh, I, I, you know, like a four four two." And I was like, "So does that mean Ceballos is left wing and Pepe's right wing?" And we were kind of looking, and I'm going, "Yeah, Ceballos is definitely right out here on the left wing." And then you got Guendouzi and Xhaka in the middle, and you had Pepe out on the right. Yeah, but, so, so seeing, seeing him live, a tricky winger can beat a man uh, worth 70, 80 million. What did you think of Zaha? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't rate Zaha, actually. But, but within 30 seconds, and then I said that, and I was like, this is weird. And we watched him for about five minutes, and we both started saying, this is really odd. Like, you could see Ceballos. He, at one point, he turned to Xhaka, and he asked where he was meant to be. He did not know where he was meant yeah. to be playing. There was he doesn't, mass confusion he doesn't going seem on to in that fit team. in the team, Sabayas. It's weird. That whole formation, from that moment, and then I was like, 
maybe 10, 15 minutes in, when I think they started to expose that side, Trap Townsend did, they changed it, and then you saw Aubameyang went up top. You had then like a front three. So you had Lacazette left and Pepe right, and, and he went more central for a little bit, but there was just mass confusion. That whole half, I couldn't tell you what formation they were playing. And that was basically the summation of what was wrong with Arsenal. They, they just had no one to pass to. There was no one in any kind of position that knew they were meant to yeah, be. Yeah, because so, I, I wouldn't know where you would play Ceballos. Cause well, he, he occupies... Uh, Guendouzi is the person that's occupying the position. Ceballos generally would. But, but is Ceballos disciplined enough to stay there? Well, he was, one of my, one he's of my too slow. Is, he can't tackle... He, he was really poor today, but because he was looking around, not sure where... He kept asking Tierney. He kept saying, oh, you move back, I'll move here. You could see he just didn't know where he was going to was be. was Tierney. Tierney was excellent. I was really impressed with him. He's the one shining light. Him and Pepe actually did quite well. The rest were abysmal. But having said all of that about Ceballos, Xhaka has got to be one of the worst performances I've ever seen of any player live. He literally did nothing. He stood in the centre circle and did nothing. It was unbelievable. He, he stood it's there. funny because I don't rate Shaka, but I don't think he's as bad as. I was like, yes. The bits I've seen, I'm like, he's got a good shot on him. He seems to pass. He takes. He's got a good set piece. He did nothing. Well, it was useless. This game epitomised it for me. For, like, what's going on with Shaka? And I'd said before, I feel sorry for him because. He's clearly got the weight of the world on his yeah. shoulders. Getting that captaincy armband has fucking tarred him. Because it's, it's basically put the spotlight on him. I think all that bullshit at the beginning of this season where Emery's talking about who I'm going to be picking as captain and messing about put such a spotlight on him. As soon as he got given that armband, it's... everything just zoomed in him. Because he's not good enough to be captain. He's not good enough to put the show on anyway. But you can clearly see when he got subs. It's so bad when they're um, announcing the teams at the beginning of the game. You know, yeah, you get some cheers up and down. As soon as Xhaka comes on, it's booze. Booze. He comes off at the 56 minute, right? First thing he does is he takes off his armband. He just chucks it on the floor at um, Aubameyang's feet. And then he's walking off. And it was 2-2 at that point, wasn't it? Yeah, it it was 2-2. He's walking off, like, really slowly. So the crowds start getting riled up. Get off, get off, get off. off. He starts, like, raising his arms, Mm. doing this to the crowd. Give it to me more. Turning around. And they're like, get off. And then he just starts getting booed by the whole stadium. He then walks off, takes a shirt, like, throws, throws it on the floor, and walks the down the tunnel. I actually don't blame him. I've never, but 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 he but the thing is, right? Emery's so badly. Emery's put him in a position where he's not going to succeed. He's not good enough to captain the side. He's not good enough to play in the side. Emery goes and puts him as captain and puts a spotlight on him, and they're making him the scapegoat. They they've the fans have made Ozil the scapegoat because he wasn't good enough, or at least wasn't showing the effort. He's good enough, just not showing the effort now. They've got Xhaka, who's going to be the scapegoat, who's, who's essentially epitomising the problems with Arsenal on the field. I don't know how he's going to come back from this, but even for his own mental health like, and mental yeah. well-being, he, he should be, not... He needs he, to be pulled out. He needs to be pulled out but outside. My, my takeaway from all... I mean, when Xhaka came off, it actually changed the game. It was much... They brought on Saka, to which my, my joke then was, that's brilliant, now you have Where's one midfielder. Been? Like, you had, <laughs> no, you had two, but <laughs> not so good. And all you need is to bring on another midfielder. He was like, Ceballos and now Saka's gonna, both going to play left wing. I'm like, no, Ceballos <laughs> will get moved to the middle. But, yeah, yeah. but he didn't, though. He didn't. And so, But the one thing I'd say about Saka, at least when he came on, is he straight away, he obviously realised. So he went and played straight in between the lines, mm. straight in between between defence and midfield. So he actually took up a space where there was someone to pass through before no one was doing that. So the, uh, the whole the whole thing about that game, like it just it was long ball football, the whole thing, because it suited Palace. 
and you get David Luiz or whoever getting the ball, there's no one to pass to in midfield, there's no one playing between the lines, so they just hoof it left and right, and then you've got Pepe or whoever on the wing trying to do something. Occasionally Tini got a few good crosses in, occasionally Pepe got the ball, but there's just nothing going on, and that, that tells you everything you need to know about uh, the, the, like what they're doing in training. What is one, of the, one of the big things in it, we, we scored both our goals from, from corners, right? And you know, All uh, three of your goals from corners. All three of them, <laughs> the one that got disallowed. It's, it's different every week with Arsenal. You don't know how they're going to score, you don't know how they're going to do it, but it's like they have to do it in some scrappy ways. There's no way of playing. But you can see it, because the players get the ball and they're all doing this. Although they I don't must know admit, where to pass, they I don't mu- know where anyone's free. I must admit, I'm happy for them to actually actually whip the ball in from a corner. Every time they take short ones and they end up passing it all the way back, back to yeah, the... Yeah, Pepe's yeah. got Have a great got... corner. Line. Ridiculous. You know. he, Pepe has an excellent set piece. His free kicks were good. His corners were good. Uh, yeah, his second free kick against Victoria was good. First one was... Uh, well, he didn't have a good free kick today, but... Yeah, first yeah. one keeper, I think, definitely helped, helped, helped him out there. So. But my takeaway from it was Palace was still lucky because they were... Even worse, considering how bad Arsenal were, Palace did nothing. They got that lucky penalty, in my view, and the last one shouldn't have been disallowed. But either way, if, oh God, you've got to look at Emery. What what is that Arsenal team doing? What what are they doing in training? I, I genuinely, I know, I know your memory is a bit vague. But this time last week, you said that Emery was was a good manager. You said this, you lying, man. You lying. I said on the pod, watch, you'll lose to Sheffield United and you'll be on Arsenal <laughs> fan TV. Saying, Guaranteed win. Saying, Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I said, well, I said you'll be on Arsenal fan TV shouting Emery out. <laughs> Seven days later. Here you are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, would you win. say Emery out? Does he seem one of the problems? I, 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 today, I didn't think it was. and I thought it was just a lack of quality in the team. And there is. like There's a massive um, resemblance to Man United and the, the lack of quality in the midfield. At least McTominay is better than, say, Xhaka's doing. But there's definite lack of players that are able to take the ball on the turn, create stuff, play in between the lines. When you look at Liverpool's, when you look at Man City's, when you look at other teams who have those players, the Ericsson's, the David Silver's, those players just don't exist in Man United and Arsenal. And that's fine. But so I kind of just put it down to that. But after today, those players did not know where they were meant to be playing. Right? See, I'm completely unorganized. I disagree with you about Arsenal not necessarily having the players. I think I, I wouldn't say Ozil doesn't I w- count. Look, no, look, I, w- I don't want I don't want Ozil. But I wouldn't say um, Emery out. I'm happy for him to see out the rest of the season. The problem is, is that the tools he has. He's just misapplying them. It's just misapplication. He's got the players. As long as he puts them in the right position. He made a positive move putting Tierney at left-back over Kolasinac. Bellerin is supposed to be back. Uh, Callum Chambers, I mean, he did play well, but he got tired Bellerin of him. Bellerin wasn't very good, though. But he'll, 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 he'll be an upgrade to Callum be, Chambers. I mean, Callum Chambers can't cross the ball. He, he tried really hard. He played OK, but he can't cross the ball. I don't think yeah, you can have both... I don't think you can have both David Luiz and Socrates who are both... You know, aggressive, calamitous they type centre back. Yeah. I think uh, Rob Holden needs to come into it, and then if Xhaka is, is finally going to get pulled he, out, he's on the bench. He's on the bench, and if if Xhaka's going to get pulled out now, um, I think you can start to put certain players in position it, where I we're going to succeed. A, a purely a positional thing. If you if you had that same team and just changed the position of those yeah. players, and you put Ceballos as the number ten, for example, rather than somewhere out wide, and then you had. Jacker and Granduzzi, who were told to be sitting midfielders, for example, and that's what they knew, they had a triangle in the middle, then you feel like there'd be some passing lanes, there'd be an opportunity to do something. But mm. there wasn't even that. 
No. It was just really bizarre. But it, 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 the, the funny thing was, I turned to Chris and I said, like, the, the atmosphere, everyone always talks about the atmosphere and the Crystal Palace fans are chanting about it being a library. But it is funny, the only time like it's really loud is when everyone's moaning. Yeah. <laughs> Something goes wrong. There's no cheering really I'm like, hey. There's certain clubs that are like that. Man City are like it. Arsenal, where I just I just think they need a better, more variety in that what songs they sing. Well, no, wait, hold on, Mark. We've got Arsenal, Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal. Well, there was one until the Arsenal came out. Arsenal, and then we've got um, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Arsenal. So we've got variety. <laughs> so so I take that back. It's the same issue I have with England, and you're like. If you look at the clubs that have good atmosphere, it's because they have songs. Mm. Yeah. Where you look at someone like the two teams I hate the atmosphere the most of is Man City and Everton, because they Everton. just whistle the whole time while their team don't have the ball. They just cheer, have you been to cheer for Park? yeah, but they don't sing. They just moan. They're just like a throw in. Hey, I'm trying to remember. I went just... to Goodison Park a couple of years ago, and I'm trying to remember. I thought the atmosphere was alright, but it was a really good game. It was the game where they, it was the year Leicester won the league. Actually, it was a few years ago, and, and they were playing Leicester. And they get ended four three, and Lukaku scored two, and Vardy scored three, Omari scored three. Maybe it was a really good game, but there was a great atmosphere when I went. But maybe that, I mean that kind of a game, I guess you would. But if you get caught up in the anger and the cheering, you can not realise you're not making a good atmosphere because yeah. you are. In the it was pure it's moment. fun though. Even like sometimes Chris, when the referee yeah. makes a mistake, I'm just screaming in the air. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, the, the real loser of that game today was Martin Atkinson. <laughs> what a terrible. terrible game he had. He you, know, nice. you know when you can see stuff from miles away and you're like, oh, well, I saw that. How can you not? Yeah, I'm not going to trust your eyesight, Danny. <laughs> I have my glasses. <laughs> I love you, um, not lost. So that, that's my take on the game. I think uh, Arsenal are lucky not to win it. Good set pieces. Uh, Pepe and Tierney were decent. But, my God, they need to have some sort of organisational structure to that team because they're not going to win many games like that. We didn't see it, but Man United, the worst penalty kick-taking team in the history of football. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Lucky Zaha's not at Man United. He broke the record today for the most penalties ever won in, in the Premiership. So, lucky he's not at Man United because they'd be missing more. POS, boy. Friggin' yeah. So, do you want to talk about Champions League stuff or do results league? Uh, got to do the Champions League draft as well. Should we do the results as, well? as we're talking about the Prem? Yeah, go for it. Right. Um, do you remember what the what the guesses were? So, so I did less than nine. You get Southampton <laughs> <laughs> nil. Oh, you were really close, Mark. Oh, you went less than two one. Ah. So that is a correct result for an away team. Uh, it was an away team. You're right. So you get an away bonus as well. So that is two points. Well done. Um, I went for Watford to beat Bournemouth, which didn't happen. It was nil nil. I thought nil. the comeback was on. Watford, but unfortunately, well, I have you having a laugh, Dan? I, I had to pick We've got NBA on in the background, and I can see they're just as bad as football with their play acting. Oh, really? That guy got. They've got this really bad thing with racism touched. in it too. <laughs> They've got really uh, brushed the guy's face, and he's gone down like he's been shot. Uh, and Chris, you went for West Ham to beat Sheffield United two nil. Did you not realise that Sheffield United haven't lost well, an away game all season? Well, no. this this time last week, Sheffield United were guaranteed to lose two games in a row. That's true. And they've got four points. Uh, they are actually four, top yeah, half four. top half of the league, Sheffield United. Yeah. Not great for me. I'm not doing well this year in the results league. No, not so much. Sheffield United are currently on the same points as Man United in eighth place. So sad story for you. Mm. Um, so have you picked your... 
picks this week because I just realised. Go on, Mark, hand. pick yours. Uh, let me open up the the tab. Or well, should we? Do you want to do Champions League draft while we look at this? Because it uh, always takes ages. Uh, no, I've got my results. No, I ain't. <laughs> um, I don't know who I have and haven't picked because I've forgotten how to use this this thing. So you've got. All right, I've got my one. Shall I go for it? Go for it. I'm going for Man United to beat Bournemouth away from home next week, and I'm going to say they're going to beat them uh, two 0 Hold on, I've got to get. So you're going for Man United. Man United to beat Bournemouth. 2-0. So just when you type it in, Danny, just make sure Bournemouth nil. No. Just make sure you, you keep the names. Yeah, the same. it auto it auto filled it. Right. Because I've seen you put Man United, not Manchester. That's yeah, but that's that's the same as four. It's alright, don't worry. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, have you got yours? Uh uh, talk amongst yourselves while I have a think. So how was your weekend, Mark? <laughs> have you got yours yet, Mark? Uh, so I'm going to do Norwich to beat Brighton. Oh Wow. Away. Yeah. He's going for these away fixtures, you know. And I haven't picked Norwich, you know. So I'm going to go with... Uh... You haven't picked Norwich? So you're not... Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go... Let's go for a 2-1 to Norwich. To Brighton, return, Brighton are pretty of... decent this year, you know. Mm-hmm. Brighton are pretty decent this year. Yeah, my one's to watch, but I think Pookie will be back. So you're back going from for where? Norwich to beat Brighton. What was the score? Uh, 2-1. 2-1. And so that, that's also, in a way, win, and that is not going to happen. Uh, Brighton has a guaranteed accumulator bet there. Brighton and Man City next week. Oh, Man City beat Southampton. Whew. Do you reckon Southampton could go two weeks in a row conceding nine? That's what's po- possible. That'd be that'd be so bad. Definitely don't possible. do it. Uh, I am going to go for ooh, Spurs Everton. I think it really one. underplays the epicness of the nine 0 And you think, oh, could they do it too? No, they won't. <laughs> they I tell, won't. I, I tell you now, they won't. One hundred percent. I tell you what, if they do though, they'll go three 0 down by half time, and people will say, "Do you think it's on?" Maybe. It's on. Uh, I'm going to go for Chelsea to win away at Watford. Chelsea to win away at Watford. And I'm going to go for some goals in this game. I'm going to go for 4-1 Chelsea, away from home. Continuing their good form. Absolutely. Bloody Chelsea. Good. Champions good League. Champions League draft. It was a good week in the Champions League. For some, not for me. So, um, we won't go through all the results, but we'll just do the points. Mark, Danny this week. Well, hold on, before, before we... Jump off. Go City and Tottenham both score five. Tottenham scoring five. I know they played Liverpool today and lost, but them getting 5-0 against Red Star was probably massive for them. After the loss to Brighton, the draw with Watford, the smashing from Bayern, the loss to Olympiacos, they needed something. And to go and smash Red Star 5-0 was pretty big for them. So I was worried. Are you trying to give Chris hints of what team you should bring in to his own? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start changing some because you two ain't and there's not enough teams in there anyway, I feel. I've got the winners, all four of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this game needs more refinement. But over the years, you know, maybe ten years in, we'd have this right on point. Okay. So, any more uh, nice uh, Champions League stuff, Dan? Because I don't watch any of it this week. You didn't watch any of the Champions League. I've been busy, blood. Uh, Plus, no. Arsenal ain't in it, so I don't watch it. 
Uh, Man City rumbled on another 5-1 against Atalanta. They did go 1-0 down. They did. It was a and scare everyone got, for them. Everyone got very excited, but then everyone remembered how bad Atalanta's defence is. They're Shame, because they've got an excellent strike. I think they've just gone third, didn't they? Yeah, they've got a, the they won 7-1 today. Um, they're much too good for their league. They're not very good for other leagues. <laughs> um, PSG also won 5-0. Uh, Napoli managed to scrape a win at last minute against Red Bull. Uh, and Inter Milan doing bits under Conte. Doing bits? Doing what? bits under Conte. Is a scandal <laughs> going to come out? <laughs> uh, no, they, they yeah. absolutely dominated Dortmund. They're doing really well in... Um, in the Italian league as well, giving Juventus a run for their money. Conte's doing what he does in his first season at league, at league teams. He goes and wins everything. Uh, and he's making heroes of their left uh, and right wing-backs. So, Kondrova and Biragi watch this space. All right. uh, that's my update for the Champions League. Do you see Arsenal in the Europa League? Pepe, heroics. Absolutely. So, back to the draft. There we go. So... Are you going to run through the scores? Oh, yeah. I thought you were carrying on. I thought you took oh, that shit. No, go for it. Uh, Danny got 30 points this round. Thanks to my Man City hammering. Mark got 44 points. Thanks to this PSG and Leipzig win. And Napoli last minute. And, and I got... Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I got 12 points. Wasn't a good week for So this is the round of fixtures where the same teams play each other, just reverse the fixture. Uh, if that's the case, then so, I need to make some changes. Can you change four? Is that yeah. in the rules? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'm going to... So, because I've got the least amount again, I'm on 42 points. Mark's on 86 points and Danny's on 103 points. Woo! It's a high-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to change Ajax. Are you? Yeah. Who are away to Chelsea this week. Yeah. Uh, well, next week, next fixtures, whatever oh, yeah. that yeah, means. Yeah. And I'm going to put in... Mm, but, 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 I'm going to put in Tottenham Hotspurs. Wow, I can't believe you're not going around with Real Madrid's still there. I'm going to go for Real Madrid. Oh, it's locked in. It's yeah, locked. locked it in. It's Spurs. It's fine to play Red Star. They'll win. Uh, although Real Madrid are playing Galatasaray at home next week. Right. Uh, Mark. Uh, or oh, Danny. Which, you, you, which have you put in? Spurs or Real Madrid? Oh, can I do Real Madrid? No. What is... <laughs> yeah, of course you can do it. Go on, I'll do Real Madrid then. Just because you've said it. I need some, some help with this. I, uh, would, I would pick Spurs. <laughs> Shut up then. Shut up. Go on, who are you going for? Uh, I don't know if I'll make a change. Cause no, got... it's Danny's change, so... Oh, Danny. Why am I next? Because you got... Oh, because you only got 30 got... points. you got 30 points. Oh, we're doing it. Only... you got I a... see, okay. A miserable 30 points. Um, the worst. Only... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the only thing I might... But Spurs are out. I don't want to pick Spurs. The only, per... the only team They're not I'm out. Is... Well, they basically are. The only thing I'm thinking is Inter Milan. Um, basically... Inter look good. But do I want to swap them for Atletico out. Madrid? But they're not even close to being looking like they're out. Who, Spurs? Yeah. Yeah, but they're not going to... You they're literally a... just spent two minutes bigging them up. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, well, they're worse position than they were last season when they only just got through. Anyway, um, the only pe- the only team who, just because they're so boring, it's Atletico Madrid. Spurs are second in their group. Yeah. <laughs> they were like... Red Star, Belgrade, Olympia, Alcos. have to win the last three group games. Yeah, they're they fine. Did. Yeah, so they're in a better position than last year. Well, and they don't have Barcelona left. and... Yeah, anyway, Carry on. Anyway, we can assume... And I hate your jumper li- too. <laughs> so. <laughs> we're going to assume they're probably going to lose to Bayern. And then we can... So we assume at best they're going to get three more points, which will leave them on seven, which is a risky place to be. Anyway, um, the only place thing, at the time I was thinking of changing was um, Atletico, because they are so boring under Simeone. 
But they only just found that out. Well, they're basically already through, so I'm going to keep hold of them because Inter Milan has still got a tough game at Dortmund next. So I'm going to not, not change. So you're keeping Leon? Yep. Oh, yeah. Memphis Depay is going to destroy Wow, them. he's keeping Leon. Yeah, wow. definitely. All right, so I've got Liverpool, who obviously I'm going to keep. I've got PSG, again. They're going to get... They're going to score a ridiculous amount this week. They've got Club, Club Rouge. Oh, home. my God. <laughs> Leipzig, who, who won away. They like, score a lot. They concede a lot. Yeah, so I'm thinking... I think I'm happy. Even with Leipzig? Leipzig and you've got Natalie. Top, top of their group. Top of the group. They just won away. And now they've got... Leipzig. Zenit. They'll be playing at home. At home. And we know... Yes, tough, far... tough place to go, East Germany. There we For go. some... Right, should we go to my game? Yeah, let's do it. Nice. Um, this might be. This isn't going to be a high-scoring game. Oh dear. This is called. I wish I had the themes, theme music for this. Where are they now? You know you can add theme music. Where are they now? There you go. Uh, where are they now? So this game is. I'm all of these players to say where they are now yeah. yeah there you go these players all played in the Premier League last season and were all on Premier League teams you have to tell me which team they are at now okay make sense yep who yep. wants to go first I'll go first we're back yeah and this week's winner is me <laughs> <laughs> we won we had some technical difficulties go on no we're back Mark's first alright so the first player is Danny Welbeck, last season he played for Arsenal, but where does he play now? At Watford. Correct. I thought this was going to be. But good. the first ones are always gimmicks. Danny, come on. All right, Get, every week, the first ones are always gimmicks. Fair enough. <laughs> They're currently 20th in the Premier League. Yeah. Danny's ones to watch. And now he's injured for months. Yeah, he's not again, again. gutted for him. Poor one out. That's, that was actually quite rough. Season it is a tough again. one, yeah. yeah. I always Arsenal strikes him. again. The Arsenal training. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Dan. Eden Hazard, last year, played... For, stop rolling your eyes, mate. Wait until the next one comes <laughs> up. Wait until, right. no, he played for Chelsea like, last I season. Like points. Chelsea last season. Who's he played for now? Real Madrid. Yes. It would have been funny if you said his brother, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, they are currently Hazard third. Hazard also had a, had a transfer this season. They are currently third in La Liga. That's one point each. Yeah. Mark, Jermaine Defoe. Last year he played for Bournemouth, but who does he play for now? Rangers. I need where they're from. No, that's correct. Glasgow Rangers. They are tied first, although that was when I did it this morning. Yeah, I don't know what they're... No, they lost today. No, they won actually. Celtic won like 5-0 or something. It was 4-0 It was a goal difference. thing. They had the same goal difference, just like one one less goal, one less defended or whatever. Correct. 2-1. Dan... Andre Schürrle. Last year, he was playing for Fulham, online from Dortmund. This, this ain't, but this where is he now? That's not equivalent to the foe at all. I'm glad I went. Where first. is Schürrle playing? Christ, he was at Fulham. Um, not rolling your eyes now, in it? Schürrle. It must be back at a German team, but he's not. No, he's not. He's not any of the German clubs. Um, I'll give you a clue. He's still on loan from Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that. Uh, where, where on earth is he playing? Um, 
I haven't even seen him mentioned this season at all. Schürrle. Uh, I'm going to go, he's probably in like the Turkish league or, or the, would it be in the Dutch league? I have no idea. So, oh, unless he's... Oh. Uh-huh. Eh? He's not still uh-huh. at Fulham, is he? Justin, this could be a trick question I where he's still at Fulham. Well, I, don't I don't think he would have thrown a trick question in. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm, I'm questioning myself. You don't want to go? Uh, well, yeah. We I, need an answer now. Uh, I'm going to go do you pass for... It over? Fenerbahce. Ooh, you do pass it over. I'll say you can. I'll go with Incorrect. Incorrect. He plays oh. for Spartak Moscow oh. in the Russian league. They're currently 11th. All right. 2 1. Russian league. Yeah. Equivalent to the foe at Rangers. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Mark. Jason Punchin. Last year he played for Huddersfield. <laughs> but where is he now? Punchin. God, I still thought he was at Palace. <laughs> uh... I don't know, he played for Huddersfield last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Um, so if he was at Huddersfield, they got ready. And don't forget then, it can be passed over. I know. Not I that that's going to help you. I, I remember hearing about it. I can't think where he's I'm gone. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go with... Uh, let's go with LA Galaxy. Incorrect. He's definitely in the Turkish. I'm sure he's in the Turkish league. Is that or the Chinese league? He went to one of them for big money. Uh, it's called like Ishak Sahir or something. Is that your answer? Yeah. Incorrect. He's gone close. Then he's gone to the Cypriot league oh. and he plays for Paphos. They oh, were currently that. eighth in the first division of the Cypriot. <laughs> this got hard quickly. Then, <laughs> then. I thought it would have been more well-known. Yeah. Punch in it. If you even told me who he played for last year, I'd have gone So, Danny. Yeah. Shinji Okazaki. Ooh. He played for Leicester last oh. city. But who does he play for now? Ooh. Where did he go? Okazaki. Um, Stingy. Stingy. Stingy Okazaki. Where did he go? I have no idea. Uh... Jengju Tigers. Wow. Wow, that is racist. <laughs> Correct. Uh, <laughs> no, he plays... Oh, no. Oh, my, it goes oh, over to Mark. Well, what did he say? Did I get... I'll go with... Uh, I, I'm going to say what he sort of... I'm going to go with uh, the Newcastle... What's the, the, the Australian team? Newcastle Jets or something? I don't know. Yeah, that's what they're called. Incorrect. He plays for Huesca. Who's oh. in the second league in Spain? Dang. He actually got signed by Malaga at the beginning of the season, but then they rescinded his contract. <laughs> they signed oh, him God. to like a four-year contract, and then he moved there. They rescinded. Has he ever played? So then he got minutes? picked up by a one-year contract in Huesca. Oh, he played. Yeah, he Christ. starts for him. No, this do you think he's ever really played difficult. ninety minutes? Oh, <laughs> um, who's this on now? Uh, Mark. 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 Alberto Moreno played for Liverpool last year, but who does he play for now? I'm going to go with uh, let's go I'll say let's go back Alberto Moreno the Spanish guy the left back yeah I was thinking of the other Alberto Um, Luis Alberto I'm going to go with Real Sociedad incorrect Nacho Monreal went there Um, well he's the left back Uh, 
no idea where he's gone. Probably also to a second division team in one of the big leagues. Um, let's go with um, what's the Spanish second division team who got relegated? Um, Osasuna. It's Villarreal. Oh. Currently fourth in the Segunda yeah. Primera. No, no. They're fourth in La Liga. La Liga Primera, not second first. Yeah. La Liga. They're fourth in La Liga. I said second first. Yeah. Yes. Santi Cazorla's tearing it up there. Um, hopefully, this, hopefully this doesn't stay... This, this is 2-1 now, but it might even itself up. I've not got a, um, a tiebreaker. I remembered I forgot to do that. Uh, Dan, it's on you now, isn't it? Yeah. Daniel Sturridge. He was playing for West Brom on loan from Liverpool. But where is he playing now? Wow, that one went under the radar. Yeah, I have no idea. Where's Sturridge playing? Christ, I haven't seen him mentioned at all this season either. He must be just playing... There's a reason why. He must be playing like abroad in China or something. Um, um, where would Sturridge have gone? Gone, Dan? Um, um, I don't think he went to America. I don't think he's gone to Dutch or Portuguese leagues. I mean, he probably also went to the Turkish league. Uh, Fenerbahce. He has gone to the Turkish league. Oh. Oh, Sorry. no! Oh. oh, no, it's incorrect. Pass it on to Mark. <laughs> he has gone to the Turkish league, but I don't know that many Turkish teams. I only know the, the obvious ones. So. The same. He's probably at one of them. So I'll go with Besiktas. Incorrect. Galatasaray. Incorrect. Is Shaxa here, or the one I said before? Incorrect. What one is it? Trabzonspor. Trabzonspor. Third in, in the Euro- Turkish league. They're playing in the Europa League. Yeah, you said that last yeah. week. Um, oh, well, there you go. Mark. Remy Cabello is also there from Newcastle. Fernando Llorente. He played for Spurs, but who does he play for now? Who does he play for now? He plays for Danny Seville. Danny is cheering. Incorrect. Danny's so excited. Napoli. Correct. Uh, Napoli. Currently I'm fourth. Think, we were linked, linked to it. I can't remember who we were trying to. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd thought about this ahead of time and I know Mark's going to get pissed. He always gets pissed at this stuff. So that's 2-2. Two, two. Last one for the win. I thought it was a joke coming there. No, Ch- it's because it's going to be someone so obvious. <laughs> Is it my go? Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Austin played for Southampton last year, but who does he play for now? I actually saw him score last week. Uh, it's not you. It's Dan first. Who does Charlie Austin play for? Uh, I've also not seen him mentioned this season. Crap. Oh, I thought this was easy. What, Charlie Austin? Yeah. Uh, he must be in the championship. Must be. Um, it's two two. It's not Leeds. Not Forest. Not Derby. It's uh, not Swansea. He's not. It's not any of those top teams. QPR. Incorrect. Is it Reading? Incorrect. He's not one of them top teams. Right. I saw. He's him on the also. top team. It's West Brom. Oh, is he? I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, this game. I have no idea my, he was that would have been my second. That would have been my second. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. dear. <laughs> this game ends in a tie. No, you need uh, a tiebreaker. I haven't got one. 
Closest to something. How many right. fingers? I'm thinking of a number. <laughs> uh, we'll call it, all right, no, hold right. on. Let, I can't think of one. I've messed this up. Soz. Honestly, some of those teams you could you could ask again. Where was Sturridge again? Traps on spot. No, Traps on spot. Yeah. Or Jason Punchum was in uh, Pathos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, I'll give you this one, right? Um, closest to how many goals has Shinji Okazaki scored for Huesca in his five games? You go with Mark first. I'm gonna go. Well, it's well, it's annoying because I, I want to go with zero, but if you go with one, then you've won. If <laughs> <laughs> he scored anything more than one goal, so I'll just go with one. I'm gonna go with zero. It's one. Ah! Oh! <laughs> yes. What? Rob twice, twice in a row. <laughs> Great game. Oh dear. Oh dear. Cheers. Nice. Um, oh. Has that ended? Are we doing a fantasy football uh, transfer this week? Mark, I think you won. Well, someone needs to because it ain't been done in like two weeks. Yeah, it's because every time I'm sick and tired of you lot winning this, man. Got two free transfers now. Make the transfer. I even reminded Look, you. I just win week in, week out. <laughs> I even reminded you, Mark. After the fact. No, no, no I said midweek. Yeah. I said it's your, it's, oh. it's your one. You did. Freaking hell. Ironically, all talk actually went up in the league this week with a solid 16. So just leave it as it is, all right? David Louise and the team scored the winner. Uh, scored a goal, sorry. Oh, we got David Louise. Got Mares as captain still. Who's done, who's oh, done that? Oh, for God's Honestly, sake. Honestly, swapping Mares with the Bruyne was the last thing you did, Mark. Three that was your, you I did. That. You did that. You did that, Dan. I put the Bruyne in and you put, I never you took put Mares out. out. Yes, search, I promise you. Search the WhatsApp chat. I promise you, because I said to you, don't do that because he's probably not going to play and you said he's got as much chance of playing next week as the Bruyne has because it was when he got injured before such the international a bad memory you, you get really specific on certain things because it was before the international break and he'd been dropped he wasn't playing for Belgium because he was injured but I said he'd be back after the Here international break let's have a look who are we getting out of the team Mares. he's got as much chance as playing this <laughs> this is what happened last time this is exactly what you said alright how did the team do this week let's do it next week 25 points Walker didn't play and Mahrez didn't play. So, right. I'm Zaha coming get, in off the bench. I'm getting rid of Carl Walker. He's got to go. Getting a, and yeah. did Mendy play this week? He did, it but did. don't get Mendy don't in. Don't get Joe. Mendy. Oh, for goodness sake, man. Put Lodstrom in. Jesus yeah, we Christ. Need the money. Put Rico in or something. Five, six plus You've just said you think Man City are going to win 9 0 and you're getting annoyed at me by bringing in a Man City player. For goodness sake. Watch Cancelo play this week. In it. No, we can sell a place on and the right. And because of the backlip, Mendy is being captain. Put <laughs> 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 a backlip, you dickhead. Can you at least sort out the bench so that we've got right players? We've got Zaha and Haller on the bench. Alright, let's have a look. So Mendy is captain. And we'll put Mares as vice captain. And then who we, we want. Yeah, I'll sort this out. So we think... You won't know, uh, will you? So uh, they don't need to know Are you the doing formation. two subs? No, no, I'm doing the, this formation. But yeah, so Walker's out and Mendy is in. There we go, done. Do you want to hear something funny? Man City are playing Southampton twice this week. Once on Tuesday and once on Saturday. Oh. Poor Southampton. They'll get they nine actually get, lose 9-0. Again, mm. that'd be epic. 
Right, should we just go for the front three, back four segment? Yeah, because I don't have much. You don't have much of what? A life. <laughs> wow, he's about to get married and he's saying he's not got a life. Goodness me. Joking. Uh, why don't you go first? Well, I'll, I'll give you some time. I'll fill a bust. That's fine. And you can pick one out. So I'll go first, all right? In my front three this week, oh no, my back four this week is hard work. There's a sous chef who you worked in. Have you heard of Heston Blumenthal? The crazy chef who makes all these yeah. weird concoctions. Yeah. He's getting sued by a junior sous chef who worked at his restaurant for called Fat Duck for £200,000 over a wrist pain caused by a rolling pastry. What was that? Danny's so I was getting three. up a video for my thing and uh, I forgot Christ. the sound was on. Um, yeah, so she um, worked there, I think, in 2000. And 14 or 15. She'd worked there for a long time. Her name is Sharon Anderson. And essentially, she had to make all these different kind of pastries. Like, she had to fold up all these bits of chocolate to make into cards. And she had to do about 200 of those a day. And she had to make all these weird things that um, Heston Blumenthal was famously known for in his restaurants. And because of that, she seems to have developed some repetitive strain injury. So he's suing Heston Blumenthal. So. We'll keep an eye out to you. Hard work pays when you sue people. Absolutely. In my front four, front three this week is Kylie Jenner's uh, business acumen. Oh, she's back. Is she following us still? Yeah, follow back, please. She's following me. She DM'd me. No. Uh, Kylie Jenner has decided to trademark the phrase rise and shine. Okay. Good luck. Good business. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, she did a... Sounds like Liverpool. <laughs> I think she was on a, on one of those social media applications and um, decided to do uh, sing a version of Rise and Shine, which ended up going very popular with the, all of her fans. Mark would know about that. Um, big, so big she fans. just big fans. So she decided to uh, <clears throat> trademark Rise and Shine because it's highly works. used. Uh, well, she hasn't quite got there yet, but we'll see if it goes. She's getting loads of clothes, like she's made some hoodies. Um, with Rise and Shine I think she's getting some hats and stuff like that so I mean it's a brilliant move I was thinking about uh, trademarking some phrases as well so, <laughs> hashtag Emery out hashtag Emery out is <laughs> one of them um, I love you I'm going to trade okay, Mark yeah. which is yeah. going to be good for the yeah. pod hello. hello goodbye Yeah. how are you yeah um, so yeah bon appetit's a good one she's multi-language um, I'm going to say who's next even some French phrases phrases like, which way to the library? That seems to be one that we all had to learn while doing French at school. It seemed very popular. Use, useful as well when you're at useful, Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> two beers, yeah? Two cervezas. I'm just going to say, I'm going to trademark the word Guinness. Great, good. Well, that's excellent. Rise and shine, everyone. Rise and shine. We've just been charged £50,000 for saying that twice now. Thanks, Dan. You are welcome. Um, so I, I don't really have a front or back. I just have it's front because it was brilliant. Of course, you guys don't. Um, Why would you guys ever prepare for a segment that we have <laughs> week in, week out? Of I course, think, you I don't think that's have the one. Issue. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's hard. I seem these, to do it every these, week. These weeks come around. Do you think I miss it out every week? Well, we no, don't know because while you talk, we run it right into get asked. <laughs> yeah, no, you might say <laughs> the same thing every week. <laughs> uh, anyway, my um, my front. Three this week. This is what's is happening. People, people listen to this podcast and don't think we prepare or have any professionalism because you guys are just making it up on the spot. Anyway, 
Did you see? I'm sick of this. The craziest be. ever penalty decision. Say my front three this week. <laughs> the craziest ever penalty decision in history given by VAR yesterday in the second division of the German league. Uh, yeah, everyone's seen it. <laughs> Good. I haven't right. seen you it. Just talk us through it. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. So uh, that's the video I was just going to get up, and okay. then I've realised it's going to play a, a five-second advert, which is ah. not. <laughs> Um, so he's got, he's got I don't know if this again. is going to be any good, but I'm just going to play it, and hopefully there's some. He's um... going to play it with the screen away from us. It's <laughs> yeah. good for so you. So basically, the sub, the, well, the story here is know the, how the listeners feel here. The, the penalty was given, but because a substitute who wasn't on the field of play gave away a penalty, just to clarify. So it's the first time ever a player that is not on the field of play gave away a penalty. The Kieran Gibbs. <laughs> So, if you just listen. I just realised this is like a minute and a half clip. Wait for it to kick Do off. You talk your back for a while. It would appear one of the substitutes warming up touched the ball before it went over the line. Michael Eberwein has been found guilty and a penalty has been given. Touched off the rule book. That is the punishment and a yellow card. Incredible. Oh, so if the ball don't go off the pitch and the sub touches, I was just about so to basically the, the, the subs are behind the goal and they're all like warming up behind the goal and they're kind of lined up and the guy shoots misses by like a mile so it's going towards the corner flag where the subs are. So one of the subs sticks his foot out to kind of just to stop the ball going, but he obviously just touches his foot beyond the line when he touches the ball and apparently because it's just the edge of the box. As he does that, according to the rule book, if a uh, someone who is a substitute therefore is an active player in the game. Touches uh, comes onto the pitch to touch the ball, then either an indirect free kick or, if in the area, a penalty has to be given, which is madness. It's absolute madness. So, although by the letter of the law it's correct, the one thing VAR is doing this year, apart from anything wrong, is you just can't blame VAR for that. Well, no, it's highlighting all the stupid laws, all these ridiculous laws that exist in football that are just crazy. How is the law of your substitute can't touch the ball, but or it's a penalty? It's stupid. Of course, your substitute shouldn't be able to touch the ball. Yeah, but what if, if the ball was rolling in and the, <laughs> the keepers come up for a corner and they've shot from the halfway line <laughs> and the ball's rolling in and you the sub runs on it? If you, I mean, afterwards, have a look at the video. They're nowhere near the goal. You have to use we'll some common to. sense. The, it's ridiculous. Anyway, they lose the game as a result of it. And uh, I just think it's the craziest penalty I've ever seen. So what, is this your front three or back four, it's you my, said? It's, it's both. <laughs> well, it was my front three because... <laughs> Um, yeah, I did say it was both because <laughs> VAR is helping is us mid-7. showcase uh, <laughs> how bad all the laws of football really are. There you go. Mm. Check out the video when you get a chance. <laughs> That's how st- the guy. The guy's laughing. The guy who gets I the. Thought our chance was now. Carry on, Mark. Mark, I don't need to, are you done? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, my back four isn't is a. Uh, it was actually quite fit in Leicester's nine 0 win because it's actually a year today since their owner passed away. So my back foot oh, is yeah. just pouring one out. It doesn't feel a year ago, does it? The helicopter crash, no, it feels like... It doesn't f- feel that long ago. No, that's a year. One year today. Christ. So yeah, that came I up on my, my news feed. So I thought, okay, that used the back four as an opportunity to pour one out for him. And uh, his club's still making history. Isha, is that his name? 
but yeah, one of the most influential owners. And as a club, as a supporter of a club with that ownership and turmoil, it's a uh, sometimes you have to show respect to owners that seem to care about their clubs. All right, in my front three, slide dig at the Glazers there, nice. Yeah, and and potential new Saudi owners, but yeah, yeah, he seemed to be one who actually understood. Un- understood the fans, so uh, yeah. I, I, the story. My they favorite didn't understand story. him. Well, my, <laughs> my favorite yeah, story about more, him. he gave him all three beers. Is that, that was my favorite story about him? Is that he he just decided to give every single person in the crowd uh, was it a burger and a beer yeah. for free? Legend. How great is that? It's awesome. Including the away fans, everyone got one. Great. So in my uh, front three this week was uh, it was. Um, Although Halloween is a couple of days away, the majority of Halloween parties happen this weekend. So uh, I saw a thread of um, Halloween costumes where... Isn't it is Mike? It, is they, it dogs or cats? So I've retweeted this already from the All Talk FC account. But um, it's not costumes, but it's where costumes have to use... Um, let's just say inventive names for copyright reasons. For example, Rise and Shine, they wouldn't be able to put, so they might put something else like Rise and Say Hello or something. So there was just a, a, I've retweeted it from our account already, but it is funny. So there's like a clueless costume, it's called Notionless. They've got, uh, everyone knows Tomb Raider, but they've had to call it Treasure Huntress. (laughs) And they've got, uh, (laughs) let me scroll down because it's a bit of a long thing. The Cookie Monster is called the Biscuit Beast. <laughs> uh, wait, let's open Twitter now. So Stranger Things is called Unusual Events. <laughs> so, I like that. Next week we're going to come up with something better than Rise and Shine and we'll use that as our slogan. Then they've got, uh, for The Matrix, he's called Cyberman. Raisin Gleam. Let's see if you can guess what this one is. Hungry Rebel Girl. <laughs> is that hung- the Hunger Games? Hunger yeah. Games, yeah. So yeah, there's a video game guy, which Mario. Mario. Where's the stripey dude? Oh god. <laughs> a... How Juice <laughs> Demon <laughs> for Beetlejuice, <laughs> and that's all of them. So yeah, also a return of my lists. Nice, good stuff. Here we go. Right. Are we we back next week? We might be, we'll see. We did Champions League draft because we thought we might not do that. I think EFL Cup coming back from a stag do so it might be worse for wear. I think next week could be the first a good week to trial um Skype again. Oh. And we I spoke about jokes before. I'm glad you two never make jokes because this is all business. (laughs) Good. Yeah. Well, at all. Uh, let's see how the EFL. We've got some two big games this week in your favourite comp- cup competition. EFL. Yeah. Come on. Um, I don't watch that, but I might do if they make it to the final. Well, it's Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea. There so you go. On at the same time. Yeah. On Sky. So you've got pictures. Who says TV's in charge? Not me. Nice. So this got a bit loose at the end, but we'll wrap up nicely. Cut it all out. All right. All see right. you later. Let's go. Bye. See ya.